Good morning. My name's Emily. I'm part of the charitable giving team here at Friends Church. And the thing that I want to make sure that is really clear to you all is that we wanted to say thank you. Um, we want to thank our regular givers. We want to thank um, everyone who has given uh, a single time, who has considered it. Uh, we can't do what we do without the generosity of the people that um, gather here, whether it's online or in person. If what we do here matters to you, um, we just ask that you consider um, also financially supporting us so that we can carry on um, with the work of Friends Church. So I just, again, wanted to say thank you to tell you that we're so grateful for um, you being here, for you joining with us, and for you supporting uh, everything that we do. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're having a fabulous summer. Like, it is so good to be back, and I know that so many of us are coming in and coming out and, and doing so many things. For those of you I haven't met, my name's Trevor. I'm a happy part of a teaching team here, and we've been having a good summer, and I hope you have too. This uh, poster, I, I don't know if you remember if you see, saw it. Can you put the poster up? Does it go up? Yay! When I saw this back in the spring, I was like, oh my goodness, I can relate to that little guy. Like, he just seems to be on the ropes. He seems to be a little bit beat up. And we're supposed to see how we can come out of this pandemic. I was excited about this series. Because, you know, as I go back to the spring when that came up, I'd been able to start volunteer reading again for the first time in two years. My Toastmasters club was back together. The friends group, uh, gaming group, which is getting together this coming weekend, we were getting together without masks again so we could yell at each other in person. Like, it was fun. And yet, man... Even as I think back, I can feel it. It wasn't excitement that was kind of sitting here. It was heavy. And you know what? I kind of felt tired. I would say I felt a little bit beat up. You know, I think back, and it doesn't make sense, right? Like, we sh I should have been friggin', friggin', church, I should have been bouncing off the walls, right? Like, I, if things were coming back to normal, it was... I wasn't. I just wasn't. What have you been feeling this spring summer? Just think back, like what have you been feeling? I mean there's been a lot of activities back on. We've been invited to a wedding that's actually gonna go. There's a family reunion that just happened last weekend. Like things are moving back, and I'm still kind of shaking it off a little bit. It strikes me as strange that I don't have just the energy that I had just, just two years ago. Okay, yes, yes, I'm older. My prescriptions got stronger, but I'm not ancient. It's only two years, guys. And yet I'm not all the way back. So I know when I saw this little guy, what made me excited about this series, this boxing image, is it felt like we'd been in a fight. Now, i got to tell you, my, my boxing knowledge is almost exclusively from Rocky films, so forgive me if you actually have some boxing knowledge. But what strikes me is, you know, we've all seen Rocky, right? Like, at least one of them. We probably don't want to admit it, but we've all seen at least part of it. He just gets pummeled in those movies. Like, even the, once he comes back in and wins, he just gets pummeled, beat up, battered, bruised, blood all over the place. I'm like, ooh. And yet... He gets up again and again and again. It was interesting. I was actually watching a few, 
And after the big fight, he doesn't just look Hollywood perfect in the next scenes. His face is bruised. He's got some like bandages around him. He looks beat up. And watching those movies, I just kind of get to wondering, like, how many punches can someone take? Like, how much of a beating can someone take? And it really got me thinking, where have I taken some punches over this pandemic? Now, not physical. No one's come up and slugged me. But where has it felt like, I've been hit? Have you thought about that? Like, over COVID, how bruised and battered have we gotten? How many punches have we had to take over this thing? As I thought back to the match so far, you know, I looked at it through my son's eyes, through Nathaniel's. I was shocked, shocked by how many shots he's taken. When COVID started, Nathaniel's 15, grade 10, bonus high school. They are one week away, one week away from an epic New York band trip. Okay, what does epic mean? Well, they're going to Carnegie Hall. Then they have a cruise around the island for one night. Then they're going to actually get expert advice. Oh, and they're going to a Broadway show. And that was one day out of this trip. Like, it was crazy. The band had practiced hard, like they were really excited. They put in the time and hours. We'd done a fundraising event like just the day before. And people are excited. And frankly, I'm jealous. I'm like, this is a trip I want to go on. And one week from them going, canceled. Canceled. When Nathaniel got back from that band trip, he had one day rest. And then spring break was going to start. But he wasn't going to do the normal teenager spring break thing. He decided he was going to go build a house in Mexico. Yes, I'm proudly wearing the shirt from the year before when Nathaniel, myself, and my dad, we all went down and we built a house. And at the end of that, you get to build a house for a very deserving family. We were the ones that the group said, hey, why don't you give them the keys? Why don't you give them the keys to the family? Yeah. I think you can see why I might get emotional about that moment. Giving someone the keys to their own place, incredible. And we get back from that trip last, or then 2019, and Nathaniel says, I'm just going to go by myself next year. Is that okay? So you're going to take your spring break off, go with a bunch of other teens and build a house. Yep. So just over a week away from that trip, he knows which family they're going to be building for. He's done the fundraising. They've done some tool skills. Get it all ready canceled. Canceled. Where did something get canceled for you? Where did something get canceled for you that year? I had a friend whose business is about to close at the start of the pandemic. That was a big cancel. Feels like a punch. I have a singer I know well. Remember? Public performances, March 2020. Cancelled. Where did you get punched? Was it a wedding, a reunion, a birthday? What got cancelled?
you know, for my son, I think back and a 15-year-old high school student who gets two trips canceled. Those are pretty big punches. That summer, with COVID, June 2020, two years ago, my son had no birthday. There's no family trip to Saskatchewan or Malaysia. That's where my extended family's from. And do you remember how weird it was? You couldn't have really see friends and family. Like, you couldn't see them. I had to think about this. Do you guys remember cohorting? Remember them and that was a thing? Like, who was your cohort? And who wasn't? A very small group was in, and a very large group of family was out. And it just feels kind of strange. Like, pretty sad sounding summer for a 16-year-old at that point. Like, well, you can't see anybody. No social events. What punches did you take? What family didn't you get to see? Like, my dad didn't get to go to Saskatchewan and see his brothers and sisters. Who didn't want to see you? Like, have you had that before? People you actually have a good relationship? Like, no, no, no. Maybe you should just stay away. Are you feeling it? Like, feeling like we're taking a few, a little bit of a beating. Okay. September that year, we're back to school. Things have got to get better, right? Can you go back to September 2020? They walk into school in mass. However you feel about it, it's not a normal start to a school year. That's pretty strange, right? We're at a pretty high level of paranoia. Do you remember contact tracing? Remember how scared we were of being exposed or someone actually getting COVID? It's interesting to think about now, but go back then. He goes to Bonas High School. They were one of the first groups to report one positive case. 140 students and 11 staff were then in 14 days isolation from one positive case. You want to talk about scary? Like, how long am I going to be out? What's going to happen if I, if I don't get COVID, but I'm still in isolation, can't do anything? Holy smokes. You know, when I think about that, what about for you? Were you worried about being forced to isolate and say, I don't know how this is going to work, who's taking care of the kids, who's feeding the cat? Were you worried just about COVID and your own health? Like, what's going on? Did you like wearing a mask? How'd you feel about that? What personal freedoms got taken away for the first time in my lifetime? What did we lose? You want me to ring the bell? You want me to say this is done? As I was going back through this, I was tired at this point. I'm like, gosh darn it. This feels like it's going on forever. That's almost two years ago. We're just getting started. We didn't know it at the time. But the anxiety and everything else, oh, it was bad. That Christmas, my son got to drop off presents to grandparents. We didn't gather. We couldn't. And we're Christmas freaks at my house. That was the first time in my son's life he didn't go to Heritage Park. We always go to Heritage Park for Christmas. <sighs> Maybe Christmas isn't a big time for you. Maybe it is. But was there an anniversary missed? Was there a birthday that you always do the same way and no one could get there? Thanksgiving? 
traditions. Man, this fight is going on, and we're not even out of 2020 yet. Last summer, vaccines are widely available, and we have a summer of, I'll call it summer of hope. Hey, we're stampede. We get to go stampeding. Do you remember that? There was a lot of trepidation around, but we got to go stampeding. It felt like, oh my goodness gracious, woo, we're out of this thing, maybe? Like, we all had fingers crossed. You know, we're making plans again. We start seeing people. Hope. It's like someone threw like a haymaker, one of those big punches, because all of a sudden we're back in the fourth wave. This is going crazy. Restrictions are back on. We're masking. Oh my goodness. That was hard. Like to see all of us get our hope taken away. Like how long does this go on for? This September we're in vaccine passports. Have you ever had to go into a business and show something like that? Ever? This Christmas we have a normal Christmas. And then remember what happened at New Year's? Remember we got a variant gift? Do you remember that? And all of a sudden all New Year's plans stop. Again, my son's missing these things. <sighs> Thinking back, how are you feeling? Are you surprised? Like, I didn't hit all of my sons. I didn't get all the punches in there. I felt this a bit, as I, even as I prepped this message, as I got ready to talk about it today. I'm amazed. I'm amazed at how long this match has been. And I'm amazed at how beaten up I am. And depending who you talk to, we're not done. There's lots of different feelings on that. As you think back, do you think some of those punches maybe did some damage? I believe part of moving forward, coming out of this Leica, part of it's just acknowledging what we've gone through. This hasn't been a small thing, not by any stretch of the imagination. And the idea of a boxing match and that damage that just keeps building up, it sure fits. Maybe a Rocky movie isn't such a stretch here. Because it sure feels like I got a couple black eyes and a bloody nose and I'm bruised. COVID's had a big impact on our lives. I look back over the last two and a half years and I think about the punches my family's taken, my communities have taken, my friends have taken. Maybe I shouldn't have been feeling normal this spring. Maybe that was okay. And that's why I was so excited for this series. Yeah, in my life, I think taking those punches has done some damage. I can acknowledge that. And you know what the shame is? We can't beat up COVID. Like, if you thought about that for a second, wouldn't it be great if it was just like this punching bag size and we could just start swinging at it again and again and again and just get back at it? But I do think we can heal. I really do think we can heal. July 27th, two weeks, not even two weeks ago. My name is Alexander Hamilton. Who else is a fan? Oh my gosh. Broadway production is in town. We have tickets. My mom and I are going and I'm pumped. I've seen the show four times. I'm giddy. 
we're going to get to go sing with people. Woo, fun. And like the day before, we get a notice. Hey, you have to wear a mask. Not so happy. I want this to be the back to normal thing. But the good news is, we get into the Jubilee, and pretty soon I notice that, yeah, people have masks, but no one's wearing them. We get into the play, I'm like, huh, I guess we're not going to enforce this. And away we go. I was singing, I was giddy. Oh, when the King George comes out. Does everybody know King George? Da na 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 na. Da na 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 na. Yeah, yeah, there's, okay. You can all watch Hamilton. <laughs> what a night. Can I ask you, have you had a recent moment like that? Like one of those awesome post-pandemic moments. Maybe you actually got to go to a wedding. And people are there and, and you're laughing with people and you're cheering the bride and groom. Have you traveled? Maybe you got to travel for the first time in like two, almost three years. And you're like, oh, this is fun. Maybe you hosted a great party where everybody actually came and was really happy to be there. Could have been a backyard barbecue, could have been an anniversary. Like, have you had one of those post-pandemic moments where you're catching yourself and saying, I like people again. (laughs) I like to be surrounded by people. Oh my goodness. I can see some of those smiles. I see you got it. It's a nice, warm fuzzy right here. And it just kind of elevates. I want you to stay there for a bit because I want you to go to some other recent happy memories and as we move through out of into the next stage of COVID whatever I think really appreciating those moments of travel and family and events I think it can help us get out of this we can't change a darn thing about COVID and the damage and the punches that that's had but maybe maybe we can cue the Rocky comeback music and actually come out. And maybe we can punch back. All we've done this morning is really think about, oof, the damage that COVID's inflicted. And I said, I think we have to acknowledge that. But we also realize that there's also happy times as well. And as we notice as the restrictions move out, and we take a moment to be hopeful, and it can feel really good, Alessandra talked about it. That's in her song. She said, how do we punch back? I think the feeling we punch back with, it's gratitude. Gratitude. We've just experienced part of that. Remember those moments where we're coming out and now we're doing things and it's awesome. We had a new perspective. It feels very different. So you know the answer. My work is done. Not quite. You see, go back to me this spring. I know this. I know gratitude can help. But suddenly I've lost my energy. I've lost my focus. What's going on? I lost my gratitude focus. I believe at its core, I love this line, it's an appreciation of all the blessings we have. And a gratitude focus is grounded in the messiness of where we are the messiness of where we are. It's acknowledgement that maybe we like part of our past better, or maybe we hope for a better future. But we are here today 
And we need to ask, what do we have to be grateful for now, today? Maybe it can be as simple as you phoned a friend, or they phoned you. You're like, okay, great. Maybe you did wake up early this morning and you saw the sunrise. Or maybe you walked out yesterday late and you saw the sun set. Maybe you went out for a walk. Maybe that you don't have to wear masks. Taking that moment, though, each day, just a moment, and acknowledging a really specific event, that starts to fill you. You can be grateful even when you get punched by a pandemic. I believe you can be grateful even when you get punched by a pandemic. I'm not sure I'm Zen enough to attempt to feel grateful about all life's curveballs. I don't really want to be grateful for the pandemic. Uh, no. But you can be grateful even when you're punched by the pandemic. Hamilton, travel, seeing your faces this morning. Where can you find gratitude? I think the critical part of this is it's an ongoing question. Because I lost it. And I think there's some danger that we could lose it. You know, I asked my lovely wife earlier this year, I said, hey, do you think we're really going to be grateful as a society when we get out of COVID? When I appreciate it, she, she didn't just give me a flippant answer. She thought for a moment. She said, no, we're going to find something else to complain about. That just makes us human. But I don't want that. I don't think we want that. Got my video up and going? Oh, okay. I will narrate this for you. This is my son's 18th birthday. He's legally allowed to be doing this at a pub. And so we go there for his 18th birthday, surrounded by his goofy grandparents, and the lady says, well, you have to have a shot. And it can't just be a regular shot. You have to get this shot glass out of the whipped cream. Now, what's very interesting about this is all of his grandparents are giving him all the sage advice about how, to, oh, you just have to bite down. Oh, you just have to get in there deeper. And we are killing ourselves laughing, killing ourselves laughing. It's just one of those goofy things. Yeah, people are trying to support him. They're, oh, give me some more wisdom. Isn't this kind of what birthdays should look like? Isn't it kind of interesting to get to know that his grandparents are terrible with their drinks? They were spilling them all over the place. Nathaniel was very good about just drinking his drink. They made the mess. And aren't families supposed to support you? Oh, oh, there we go. There's the grandpa saying, well, I'll bring the glass over. Pretty soon grandma's going to actually elevate the shot glass, almost get bitten by her grandson. And it's just one of those goofy moments in life that you were like, oh my goodness, this is good. Does he get it? Almost. Has anyone ever tried to do this, by the way? No. It's crazy. I don't know what this was about. It's the goofiest thing ever. Yeah, the granny's about to get beaten. What I need to hold on to in this video, we didn't get to have a 16th or a 17th birthday for this kid, 
And that's tough. But that's not what I need to hold on to. I need to remember that all birthdays are important. It can't just be a day on his 19th, his 25th, his 50th. Ho-hum, it's just another birthday. I have to hold on to those moments in life. This, for me, is a reminder to be grateful. Even when it's not so dark. Even when I'm not getting the curveballs. I'm using this video for me as sort of a lighthouse shining forward. Where can you find a gratitude moment that can ground you? We can use the pandemic as a time to remind us. We can use it as a reminder. We can do a better job in the future of not missing just what looks kind of like a normal event, where a trip or a get-together with friends at a restaurant can be just amazing. I want to acknowledge that COVID's thrown us a lot of punches, and I think we can still find things to be grateful for. So as I send you on your merry way today, I want to ask you, what does a gratitude focus look like? I don't think it's very elaborate. Wake up tomorrow morning and say, oh, thank goodness I'm alive. Pretty easy. Go to bed tonight and say, oh, thanks for a great day. And if you're lucky to have air conditioning, you say thank you for that. And if you're sleeping in the basement, like we probably will be, you can be thankful for that. Try just finding an event today that you can say, huh, I can feel grateful for. And my sincere hope as we come out of COVID or move through COVID or wherever we are is that we don't stop. We don't stop finding that. I like this sign. We saw it at a pub. It's just, it's such good pub wisdom. It's never too late to live happily ever after. Isn't that just the type of wisdom you should see while you're drinking a pint? Like, that is pub wisdom. But I feel that in taking gratitude forward, I think you can get to that happily ever after. I really do. We can start to move there with gratitude. I got a simple prayer for all of us today, and for me, that we can find more gratitude in each and every one of our lives. Thank you, guys. Have a great Sunday.